Welcome to the Portion Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Roller, and I'm here uh, by myself. Uh, it's Erev Shabbos, and this is the first week, uh, with the exception of, uh, of Parshat Bereshit, that Rabbi Bienerfeld and I didn't get a chance to sit down. Uh, I I don't even know why. It wasn't the craziest week. Uh, the rabbi and I were at APAC on Sunday and Monday, and we didn't have our recording equipment, and that bit into our schedule a little bit, but it, I don't know. I don't know. And I, I wasn't going to post anything. I posted last year's episode for Parshat Titzaveh on, on the Facebook page with an apology. But um, I, I've got to credit my wife uh, and the Parsha itself. Uh, Shira, my wife, was just like, you you got to put something up there and tried to get together with our Abinenfeld up until the last minute this morning. And it just it just didn't work. But I, I didn't want to not do the show for myself, for you, and, and also... Uh, just to, to share a quick thought, the, this is, on a certain level, what the Parsha is about. Parshat Titzaveh is the Parsha which continues the theme that we had last week of getting ready for the Mishkan, the tabernacle, this space in the center of the camp of Israel where the service to, to Hashem is going to take place, where the sacrifices uh, and this feeling of, of closeness to God. And... The thing that really comes through in this week's Parsha is the sense of constancy. And so therefore, it seemed like a very, very uh, inappropriate irony to have this be a week that we missed recording. Um, And let me explain. The Parsha begins with talking about the idea of ner tamid, of a fire that never goes out, uh, that there's a menorah in the temple, and there should always be uh, flame lit there. Um, the, there's, you know, difference of opinions as to uh, which flames and how often. Uh, the Ramban does a very good job of explaining the difficulty in the word always, right? If you say, I, I always do this, I, I always listen to, uh, you know, the... I don't know, I always listen to music. It does not mean you are always listening to music 24 hours a day. It means you like listening to music a lot, and that's how you fill your pastime. Versus if you say, I'm always breathing, well, yes, you always need to breathe in order to live. And so there's some question into what does it mean that we have the flames always? Do you need to have the flame lit during the day? And the, the Ramban uh, talks about the idea that the, the center candle, at the very least, was lit during the day in this menorah, the seven-branched a candelabrum in the uh, middle of the the Mishkan, uh, and and there's this idea of it of it representing uh, Torah, representing a knowledge. Certainly, I think in today's Jewish world, it represents the idea of continuing our tradition of continuing uh, consistency in in doing what we do. It's it's the the eternal flame burns. This one one light burns over the. Um, the the Aron the uh, the Torahs the Torahs I don't know what do you call it a, a wardrobe <laughs> the, the place where we put the Torah in the shul there's there's usually uh, you know it's, sometimes it's electric but a, there's a light that we keep lit all the time and so that's one idea of of, con, of constancy in this week's parsha that at the center of the Mishkan there was a there was a light that is never meant to go out and uh, to symbolize to symbolize as constancy and consistency and the connection between God and the Jewish people being eternal. So it seemed like a, a really bad week not to post an episode. Uh, secondly, just in speaking about the Kohanim, the the priests, so this, this week's Parsha is all about 
clothing. It's all about the uniforms they wear. And I think we talked about this last year. It is seemingly, I mean, Judaism, you want to look nice, you want to look dignified, you want to look respectful, but the focus certainly is on the spirit, is on the interior, is on the the purity of feeling. And so this attention that's paid to clothing, to outward appearance, seems incongruous with what we would think are religious values of, of kind of deeper feelings. But it is connected to the idea that the Kohen is not an individual. Uh, he is not a, a person who is uh, chosen because of his stellar character traits, but rather because of the family he's, bor- he's born into. Uh, Aharon, Moshe's brother, becomes the first high priest, the Kohen Gadol, and all of his children become, or, well, <laughs> we'll get some, some nuance when, at Parsha Pinchas, but his children, uh, who are alive at the time, and, and their children who are alive at the time, become priests forevermore. Uh, we still have Kohanim today. I think there's been genetic testing showing shared traits between them. So this is a tradition that we've managed uh, to keep. And I think then the clothing becomes very significant in the sense that it's not a leadership role, which is exclusively about your character. It's not like being the you know, in Judaism, we have this tradition of the three crowns, right? That there's three crowns that God gave us, three three ideas of, of leadership, right? And there's the kingship, where you have to be a descendant of, of King David, and there's the kahuna, where you have to be a descendant of Aharon, and there's Ketar Torah, the crown of Torah, which is just, it's for people who learn a lot of Torah. It's anybody can, anybody who wants to put in the effort to learn can attain it. It's the, uh, the not de- not democratic, but mer- meritocratic, and this is not that crown. This is this is the crown of Kahuna, which is hereditary, and therefore, if it's not about the person, it's about the role. It's about putting on a costume, and thankfully, it's not the only form of leadership, but that is a form of leadership. The idea that you put on the outfit and you you do the job, and uh, not saying that you could be a, a bad Kohen that they were you know defective in their character, but it wasn't about the individual. It was about the tradition. It was about the fact that we still have Kohanim today. It was about the idea that that you're doing something that represents something beyond yourself. You're rep- you're you're a, a really uh, a piece, a part of, of this chain, a link. And and therefore it's not about, you know, who you are when you take the outfit off. It's about who you are when you put it on. It's about uh, donning the mantle, taking on this role, and uh, and this week's parsha is the parsha that we we learn all about that as well. So these two ideas uh, that are very very fundamental in the in the parsha are all about consistency and all about doing doing the same thing from <laughs> from day to day, from week to week, from generation to generation, and therefore it it just didn't feel right to not post something and share something with you, God willing. Uh, next week, we'll be back. Uh, we'll have a great episode on Parshat Kitisa, the sin of the golden calf, one of the most uh, dramatic and mysterious uh, portions in the Torah. But for now, I just wanted to share a, uh, a quick message with you all. Uh, and, I, you know, it's not a lot of time <laughs> between now and Shabbos, but hopefully you get to, to give a listen. And uh, I just want to wish you all a, a wonderful Shabbos, a Shabbos uh, where we take a step back and, and see... Uh, ourselves as part of something much, much larger, something much, much longer, uh, you know, ourselves as a, a little 
a little flame uh, in the in the eternal flame. The Portion Podcast is recorded in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, produced by Aaron Roller. Our theme music is The Magid's Niggin by Simply Tzvat, but because I'm running to work, probably not going to post this with the music. If you enjoy the show, please tell your friends about it any way you can. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, rate us, leave a review. We are sponsored by the Pravda Family Foundation. Follow the show on Facebook. Have a good Shabbos. And remember, there is always more to learn.